Yeah, bro. Is this thing on? Is this thing on? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Loose Head Sports Show. The number one sports show on planet Earth, proudly brought to you each and every week by the terrible human being that runs Caffeine Gum Australia. If you don't chew caffeine gum, fuck you. Jed, just while we're at it, um, <laughs> fuck you as well. Yeah. They, they haven't, a couple of, couple of good blokes that we know, Carlo Tizano and Cami Orp, they haven't paid us to do this, but they sent us a couple of their diaries, which I was going to use and then thought, you know what, it'd be smarter to give these away to some of our players who will actually use them. And EP journals. EP journals. Shout out to EP journals, uh, elite performance journals. So what, what Cam and Carla have done is come together and create a custom journal designed for athletes to help improve performance. And, and I had a bit of a look through it last week. It's pretty awesome. So um, they don't pay us to talk about it. Uh, we're just mentioning it because it's awesome and they're great blokes. So if you want to check that out, it's EP Journals, Elite Performance Journals. Check those two blokes out. A couple of, uh, you know, out there human beings as well. I mean, most of the guys, I could certainly tell you that uh, at least half the pack uses the uses a journal um, of some sort. These ones are sort of custom designed to help you with footy. So, um, yeah, absolutely. Good to see players doing stuff in general. Um Rather than just playing Xbox, but they uh, oh, this is very very useful, very useful. Can I, can I just say that um, you know we've have you ever seen Searching for Sugar Man the documentary? I know what it's about. Yeah, so it's this guy Rodriguez who's a famous singer, or he's a singer in Detroit and working as a laborer, and and all of a sudden finds out that he's incredibly famous in South Africa. So I feel like you might have had a similar experience on the weekend going to <laughs> going to Cowra. Cowra, you know, yeah, where ninety nine percent of our listeners, uh, you know, reside. Uh, tell me about that experience being semi famous in a really beautiful part of this wonderful country that we live in. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Cowra. I already I already was a big fan of Cowra prior to going back, but it was a uh, it was a hell of an experience. I I actually I'm starting to think we should just scrap the rugby scrap the general rugby chat and just talk about cow and the happenings of the town because uh there's a lot of listeners of the podcast out there and uh it was fucking very fun to catch up with them at the moment and also a few of the chubb family are out there or the descendants of or cousins of and they were fucking good blokes as well so i need to check if you guys are actually related but no, no, we are we are so I had, uh, they all listened. So shout, shout out to the Cumminses who are uh, from my mum's side of the family. Uh, they, they're they a big fan of everything I do and love. They all listen to this podcast. So shout yeah, out to them. We got a, there was a prop, flanker and 10. That sound right? That's, that's about right. Yeah, yeah. I'm well across a, So Tom, um, <laughs> even, man, I got sent so many photos over the weekend while I was fucking borderline suicidal staring down the bottom of my scotch after, after after the weekend that I went through but you know there's people sampling the Jed Gillespie THC vape there's Benny Watt no, taking no. a photo with you there's no, Tom no, Cummins no. it was, would, no, it was would, awesome I wish, oh, yeah. I, I wish I was in the frame was, of mind to screenshot at all but I did see him boys shout out and I'm glad you had a good time it looked like an incredible it weekend. was a very good time it, look it was a lot of fun we obviously Went up on the Friday and then stayed at the country motel, lodge, something like that. Um, obviously, the players drank heavily Friday night as well, which is why they're in such <laughs> such good condition. Um, but yeah, lots of fucking good people in town. Um, it got a bit rough around 11.30 on the Saturday night. That's when I pulled the ripcord, um, where it was just neck tattoos only. And uh, you just had to be on speed to be in the club. So I, I got out of there. But look, it was, a, it was an interesting day. On the rugby side, 
Uh, Norse, like Norse, sort of up there at the moment in general across everything. So um, twos went down, and then our curtain raiser was uh, Kiara versus Forbes, which was a cracking, cracking game. It was a cracking game. I think, I think it was seventeen fourteen, and the Eagles got up, so they were riding high on that. Um, and then our game was just. It was just stressful. I, that's the only way I can describe it. Um, I will say it's a bloody long way to drive to not win. So it's a, it would have been a t- it's a tough weekend if you do go out there and lose in those country games. But we ended up having a yellow and a red, um, and scoring fourteen points in the last sort of eight nine minutes. So pretty pretty um, pretty unreal. Did your, when did you get your red in the game? Uh, with about. 15, 20 to go. Okay, so not not catastrophic. No, but we had a we had a yellow the ten before that. So the yellow came on as the red went off. So it wasn't yeah. look, it wasn't particular. It's one of those reds. I've actually got the judiciary down to something to talk about today, um, which could go fucking sideways in a hurry. But it was one of those reds where you just like if you didn't slow it down, you wouldn't have seen it. Um, so look, incredible. It was it was cool. It was cool to win out there, and then obviously. That had were in Kiara, so had a few beers and went to the pub. And it's a cracking rugby club, isn't it? Just as well. Oh, it's, like. just, it's a throwback, mate. Like you don't. I mean, they do exist because South has one, Eastwood sort of has one. Like they, they do exist, but it's a real throwback. Like, and they had like an a, a event on, so there was like a lunch on before, and like for you know members or whoever's paying and stuff like that. And the boys, lots of youths, just pulled up having beers and watching the footy. So it was, yeah, it was fucking outstanding. And I, I think more and more should shield clubs should get around it. Uh, subtle hint of my own there. Okay, but isn't, I, it, I, isn't it a part of the thing that we always fucking talk about every week? Possibly. I, I can't remember what I did yesterday. So yeah. Oh, Cause we, oh, yeah. My understanding was that you have to take your game out there. Uni obviously go to Mudgy. I like Mudgy as well. I don't like we, uni. We, we haven't done, we haven't done one. Yeah, but Cronulla is pretty much the country from Sydney. <laughs> so um, that's true. Anyway, that's that's my game all, all wrapped up, mate. So it was it was fairly. Uh, it was a fair. We played five thirty as well, so it was a bit of a spanner to the body clock. Um, I would have liked to sleep until two to three, but we had a team walk through at eleven, so that really fucked up my um, my morning. Um, and then yeah, mate came off the field and basically it was upset city. Um, so you did talk about staring down a. The bowl of scotch. You'll probably you have to go into that very briefly, but there was upsets all over the place on the weekend. Yeah, uh, I'm going to give you a very PR answer here. <laughs> yeah, that's, all right. that's, that's the, what this show's about, mate. The, well, that's no, that's right, but you, you can't talk. You know, you, you can't talk too much shit. But uh, there was a bunch of people, myself included, that have not given the best account of themselves, and we're working very hard to fix it. West Harbour played well. We didn't play well. They won. That's that's about the, the end of it. There's a bunch of excuses that could be made, but something I've learned the last couple of weeks is no one gives a fuck about excuses and it only matters what you do. So look, yeah. it wasn't, wasn't a good day for us. Uh, it was a good day for West Harbour. They've, look, they've got a big, strong pack. Um, I quite like going to Dremoyne. Um, it's about all I can say about that. We, we, you know, it's a long competition and we'll be working very hard to fix it. And I still believe and we believe we can do something good this year. Um, but we didn't give a good reflection of ourselves. Yeah, and that, that'll happen as well. West are one of those 
momentum teams, you know. So if they do get on the front foot in a game, tails go up. You know, particularly, you know, playing them over the last decade, oh, I haven't really prepared from this year, but they're one of those teams where you really try and stomp out in the first 20, you know, and you try and put them away, you know, mentally more than, you know, on the scoreboard. Um, because, you know, when they do get caught in the game, they they can be a fucking pain in the ass. And we've seen that over the last couple of years. So it's a bit of a, it's a, bit of a hurdle. I think, again, I think there'll be a team like Hunter um, that are going to be a hurdle for, for teams this year. Like, I don't think you guys will be the only one. Hey, what is- about Paramount? I'm going to change the subject very quickly because yeah, right I've, <laughs> I've only just gone over it. Well, I haven't gone over it, but I only just moved. What are you doing? I was oh, just dot, taking dot the lid off this nice unbranded uh, delicious drink here. Feel free to reach out Mount Franklin. Yeah, go on. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, Parramatta beating Gordon. Yeah, Spanner. So I I watched Gordon lose to the rat and there was just something not quite right. Um, they've got the bare bones of their team from the premiership. So they've got on any given day, depending on whether some guys are around from the Tars or whatever, they've got a very good and capable rugby side with the same sort of systems and whatnot. They just don't have those individual mercenaries. I don't think I'm being unfair to call them mercenaries. They came in for a year, so they're in, in my mercenaries mind, a negative connotation, but every rugby club has them. Yeah, I mean, you know. mercenaries are a big part of the shoot shield, and like I suppose the best way you can defeat that is by keeping him for four or five years and making him part of the club. But the reality is that the list go around every off season and you, you, you know, you'd be crazy not to try and draft in someone to help you. So a lot of those guys are buggered off. Someone said, Oh, look, I think, you know, once Gordon and once North lose the, the bubble burst a little bit and it, you know, could open up for other sides. So, you know, maybe that happened. I thought the rats were the far more dangerous side in that previous week. I haven't seen the Parramatta game yet. But Para, um, Para have been building. Now, I don't know whether it's the whatever their franchise tag is this year, rebuild, reset, re-fucking-renovate. It's But they're, they're playing decent football. They've got some things going for them. So, they, again, I think they should have beaten Hunter. Um, so it doesn't surprise me that they, they, they gave someone trouble. It does surprise me that they beat Gordon, though. Good summary. Good summary. Have I you think, watched I think- it? No, I've I've avoided rugby all weekend. Yeah, okay. <laughs> As you could imagine, I've watched yeah. our game multiple times. That was enough. Um, Elon Musk bought Twitter. Hold on, fuck yeah. We just I, the Curtis. You got to courtesy say the other two games and what happened. Uh, do we have to? Yes. We, yeah. All uni, right. Let's go. Uni beat yeah. Hunt. Uni beat Hunter and Manly beat the Rats at the Rats, which I think is. A very, very big win. I, will I would say. love to play in a game like the Battle of the Beaches, man. It looks so fucking awesome every year that they do it. The crowds get into it, you know. Back in the day, I used to call that the Battle for Fifth. Um, That's right. It's <laughs> just <laughs> um, such good marketing, isn't it? Yeah, well, it is good marketing, but it's also a good excuse for the, you know, the cool dudes and chicks out there to drop their surfboard, put the bong down and head down to Rat Park and just, you know, watch a few blokes kick a footy round. Drinking their gin and tonics and their hard seltzers. And- hard seltzers, the hillbilly fucking home or whatever it's called on the hill there. But look, mainly um, Langy Gleason from the Tars is a weapon. He's a fucking freak. I actually, uh, my, one of my jobs before I signed him and he was at South. So he's, he's a, a league. Rest- he was. Leaky? Yeah, he's, 
Oh, a bit of both. He's very, we're yeah. talking Gus, he's very smart, dude. Very big, hard trainer. So obviously all those three things, he won't go well in football, but it's a, it's a good thing to see him doing that. And then um, Max Douglas in the second row. They, those two guys make on any given day a massive difference. So big win for Manly. Big fucking win. It is a big win. It is a big win. Considering, yeah, you know what? Let's just say it was a big win. Considering? Considering. Go on. What am I considering? No, no, that that that'll do. That'll do. Um, can All I right. just bring up? I'm just going to bring up something that I just thought of. You know the Pig Athletic Club. Shout out to those guys. Yeah. But you know how they call rugby league jail rugby? Yeah. It fucking cracks me up every time I see that. They they look jail they, rugby. It is oh, it's sort of jail rugby. I mean, obviously, Silverwater had Hayne playing for him this year. Virgo <laughs> Virgo was all. <laughs> Almost playing for the Japanese franchise. The Japanese national jail team. Be a good side. Be a good side. Um, hey, oh, have you seen what the leagueies are doing up in the GPS schools in Queensland? Are they pilfering them? No, they're, they're giving funding to oh, – I read the I read the headline of the article. I should actually educate <laughs> <laughs> but But they've got some relationship with them where, where they can now filter the, the up-and-coming league players into the GPS thing so they can play rugby get a really good education and then just go off to, you know, Broncos or Rockhampton or whatever the fuck they're called up there. Are you trying to tell me that Hill Sports High doesn't offer a good education? Well, is that where you went? <laughs> no, no, I went fucking Kings. For, for, oh, exactly. School full of wankers. But Exactly no, right. Yeah, look, I, it doesn't surprise me. Look, Roosters are hooked in with Souths. Uh, I mean, with um, uh, Scots. It's like whether it's on paper or not, I don't know. But they, they, a lot of their guys go through there on scholarships and whatnot. Um, seen that firsthand, so it's pretty fun. So, so it's already been happening because there was a big thing. There mustn't have been much in the news this week because there was a big thing about it. Yeah, I mean, it's week to week whether what's in the news depending on which pigeon opens up their computer. But I, it happens. I don't know whether it's official, but if you look at how many blokes have gone from uh, Scots to the Roosters in recent years or played. Harold Matz and then Bruce um, Scott. It's a lot. Um, righto. Elon Musk bought Twitter. There you go. Go on. Uh, so I, I know you are not a big fan of free speech and you you actually like censoring people. That you watch, out- bro. After this week, Elon Musk <laughs> buys Twitter. We'll have a million followers. We're, we've been on, we've been shadow banned. That's exactly right. I'm not a fucking tree hugging greenie. So well, just, just quietly like, Donald Trump's coming back. That's exciting to someone like you, who's a big fan of that guy. <laughs> <You know. laughs> Who else? Alex Jones. Yeah, um, there's some real fucking spanners coming back. You know, oh, fuck. You, people always find a way to shit on everything, right? Which is what I do best. But human as, soon as, as soon as Elon Musk bought Twitter, someone was like, he could cure the world of hunger. Blah, blah, blah. He could have done it 15 times, posting it on their fucking thing. You know what? He didn't want to. He didn't fucking want to. He wanted to buy Twitter because he wants to buy Twitter. Now, if you... How many fucking things does that guy do? That what do you want him to do? What do yeah. you want? Mate, Bill Gates donated all his money, and now all the fucking... The internet thinks he's some sort of... He drinks children's blood or something. So why, why would I go out of my way? <laughs> he's literally like spearheaded the world, the world's medical progress. And then what he gets in return is, hmm, he must be a pedophile. Child molester. Yeah, like, yeah. what the... And look, for our older listeners who aren't 
cued into this for some reason. The whole internet thinks Bill Gates is a pedophile. Don't know why, but it's just what happens on there. Chubby's a big internet guy, and that's what goes on the forums. Not a big Bill, not a big Bill Gates fan, though. To be honest, I, I think Windows is is done. Uh, the MacBook. <laughs> I, I, I don't fucking know. I love my I love my MacBook. Um, what was, oh, what was I going to say? Do you want to? Oh, uh, sorry, sorry, good news. Elon Musk bought Twitter. Like, what's oh, your yeah. take on it? Massive seriously. News. Oh, serious take news? Yeah, well, look, I've been I've been flagged twice for harassment on Instagram, right? No, this is and this is why this is happening. You know, Instagram's micro, a pile of shit. Just quiet, you know, keep going. One of them, I replied to someone with a lemon emoji, and got flagged because they were a lemon. I put a fucking lemon emoji, and then one of them, I probably told someone he was a fuckwit, and I got flagged. So this is. The being, this is basically what's happened is that if you sort of say anything wrong or not that's not cool, you get flagged and shadow banned and all sorts of shit. And this is why he's bought Twitter so that anyone can say whatever they like. So, I mean, I'm short of saying I'm going to come to your house and murder you. Like, you'll be able to, if you've got an unpopular opinion, you can share it. That's it. I, he's an amazing dude. I've, I've recently done a bit of a deep dive into all the stuff he's doing. Like, uh, people are saying, why don't you solve world hunger? What about all the other problems he's trying to solve? <laughs> I'll, be cut, I'll be cutting that this week. <laughs> what about all the other problems the fuck is trying to solve? Uh, oh, okay. Other big news, and I'm absolutely certain you're across this, the Johnny Depp Amber Heard court case. <laughs> someone, <laughs> just, someone just no. messaged me. It was like, please talk about it. It's, I'm not, I need to be more across it than I am, but I have seen a lot of videos of Johnny Depp on the stand. He's hilarious, by the way. And he is hilarious. Videos, he looks all the like videos a, I've seen make her look terrible. Yeah, I think she's a fucking psycho. I mean, you can't be that good looking and be normal anyway. But that's right. But I'm. He looks like a sort of. He looks like he would. He looks like he would run a ring of prostitutes. Now, like he's very fat, or or an, or a strip club that doesn't turn a profit. He's kind of put on weight. He's got the he's got the long hair thing, which we're not a fan of on this show. Um, he sort of just looks like a either like the cool uncle who gets a bit creepy when he drinks, or like a brothel owner. That's what he looks like. Did you see that um, her lawyer asked him a question the other day, and then he gave an answer that she didn't like, so she objected to her own question. <laughs> really, I have seen that their lawyer. Um, I mean, what do they do? It's a it's a defamation case, right? But basically, they're just airing all their dirty laundry. It's a fucking well, shit because show. he lost. Yeah, uh, terrible. But he lost out the Pirates of the Caribbean, um, Fantastic Beast movies. As soon as this article came out about him, and, and basically hasn't been able to get a job since. So he's going on the front foot. And I think I think afterwards, this is just my take from the clips that I've been saying. Jeez, there's been some fucking hilarious ones, by the way. But I, I think Disney are going to look terrible. They already look terrible with everything going on at the moment. Yeah, and, and and Johnny Depp's going to look good, and he'll start working again. Yeah, That's I agree. I think, I, we'll yeah, I think you'll, it, it'll probably turn him into a bit of a cult hero as well. Just being on yeah. the stand, I've seen like the ten minute mashup of him on the stand just answering dumb fucking questions. Um, it just proves that lawyers are idiots, and if you are rich enough, look that you can not only pull hot birds, but eventually. End up in court with them. My, my favorite part 
oh, you know what, big female audience on the show. So apologies in advance. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't apologies do it. in advance to any of the females listening to the show. But the text that he reads out where he goes, is that slippery whore that I donate my jizz to still there? Oh, shit. <laughs> he read it in court with his laughter, with this thing of like this big smile on his face. And there was another one where she was saying something about her throat and he writes Yeah, I saw the throat one. I saw the throat one. (laughs) (laughs) Hilarious. It's good gear. Like if you look, people, if if you've got spare time at home and you don't have a loved one and uh, everything else is going wrong, just go on YouTube and have a watch because it's fucking good. (laughs) That's what I've been doing. But Uh, it's fun to see two very successful people airing all their fucking dirty laundry and looking miserable in front of the world. So Yeah, it is good to see. Um, good, now eh? I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna dip in and out. So I hope all my friends who listen to this show, they just want to hear me ranting about things. But that's what every, everyone who listens to this show wants to hear you rant. About I th- do we not have to rant about <laughs> rugby occasionally? Occasionally, but because, well, let, uh, me just, let me just touch. Let me just tickle. Let me just tickle the tars game. Just tickle it. Just tick, tickle. It. Go. First game I've seen in a fucking long time where they lose both their hookers. That's rare. Did it go uncontested? Yep. Ooh. So what happens? Because in shoot shield, you go uncontested, you lose a bloke. Did they have to take a bloke off? So what happened was, uh, yes, I believe they did, but they also DC whether he knew the rule and and was being clever or didn't know the rule, but he tried to replace Tom Horton with Raboni. And then they stopped the game and they were like, no, 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 you got to replace him with another front rower. So you can't get that advantage. So DC I, knows DC knows the rule. Yeah, he definitely does. He he's knows done, the done rule. it to us before. I, I, yeah, I was going to say he was very good with the, the front rower thing back in the day. Um, so Harry Johnson Holmes had to throw line outs for a large portion of the game. His first few were looking mint. And then I don't know whether Holloway was calling, but they were just a little bit too much and he started bending them. Which is nothing unusual for the Tars, really, in back half a game. So yeah, um, they were probably right. used to it. Um, but it wouldn't surprise me. When does this go out? Tomorrow? Yeah, I'll put it out tomorrow. Okay. Wink, wink, nudge, hint, slide, press on your foot if you see another hooker, uh, non contracted hooker in that team for this week uh, because they were both HIAs or whatever it was. Oh, without a doubt, they will be. Yep. And for some without reason, it's not the hooker. It's not one of the hookers who trained with them all preseason. It's just another guy. So that, that again, don't know why they do that. Don't know why you bother doing that when you just bring in other people. Makes no sense. It's a fuck you to those guys, um, but um, maybe that's what they need. Will Harrison obliterated his knee. Yes, I saw that. Apparently he's gone for, gone for the year. Oh, I'm mate, pretty gone. sure I read. I was with, who was I with? One of the TARS boys. He said it was ACL, PCL, MCL, and dislocated knee which is effectively oh. just putting a, rolling a grenade under your leg and just letting it blow up so so Tane's happy Tane's happy obviously no, Tane's not happy oh, that's not well, you were I'm, just telling me off, off air that he was very happy <sighs> it's not where I was going with this oh, we never <laughs> we never want to see injuries like that because they're just absolutely they, not they suck so if anyone anywhere's somehow related and Will's not hopefully my hope for him is he's so deep in endones that he's just he doesn't know what rugby is, but if he is alive, if he's awake, uh, I hope he gets better because that's no good. But he should be he, on a rocket ship to Mars at this point. Yeah, the young be, fella. He should be doing his second flight around Pluto at this point, but um, that, was, that was no good. And the biggest news of the weekend, and boy, howdy, didn't I get some messages 
Sonny Bill Williams, the undefeated so cool. professional boxer, is back in the commentary studio, blessing us with fucking fragmented sentences and metaphors that are incorrect and just perceptions on the game that are about as worthless as the table my laptop is on at the moment. He is truly the worst commentator of all time. Back to you, Duncan. Well, Greg Martin's certainly up there. Um, Greg, know, Martin, where- he, Greg Martin looks like a road Scott. Greg Martin could be fucking president of the United States next to Sonny Williams. It annoys me how some people just get given jobs because of their name. Oh, where well, Sonny Bill's really famous, so I give him that. But, but it like, annoys me. It annoys me. They'd yeah. be better off just having him there. Just having him there. He doesn't talk, and before every commercial break, he just throws a flick pass because he they they ask he can't say words properly. They asked him. He was trying to say continuity, and he was like, you know, the Reds just need the uh, con continuity. No, the you know, the the con. Um, you guys know what I'm talking about anyway. Back to you in the studio. And I'm like, holy fuck, Sonny. <laughs> Give me strength, mate. He's- I like, I agree. But generally speaking, I'm a big fan of what Stan are doing at the moment. Oh, yeah. Uh, big fan. Big fan of Stan. I like I like Stan. But also, Stan having a... I don't think they need Michael Checker one. And I don't think they need Sonny Bill Williams two. Michael Checker has his fucking fingers in everything, doesn't he? How he's fingering everything. How is he fingering the NEC Green Rockets at the moment? Well, so, well, there's also a current Shoot Shield general manager that's also a stand commentator, and the head of Rupert is also a, a commentator as well. So that you know, it's a it's a very is there not enough with... fucking people that that they can only just they can just stick to one job? Like if you're head of Rupert, just do that. If you're a commentator, commentator, go and just be that. You I don't, don't blame be- the, I don't blame them for doing it. I don't think they should be allowed to be do it. If you ask me. I'll tell you the worst one in the industry, and you have no interest because you don't watch jail rugby, but the jail <laughs> rugby on the jail rugby shows, um, Braithen Astor is a player mate, is a player agent. So he represents like Cameron, not many, but like Cameron Munster, a couple of the young rabbits. So that so shouldn't he, be allowed. Mate, he sits on NRL 360, which is like just them in a round table discussing deep, deep things. And he's fucking the center of the thing. So it's, it'll be about Munster's contract negotiations. And he sits there and defends himself. Well, hey, look, like, he's got a big offer from the All Blacks or Crusade, you know, something like that. So, it's so fucking embarrassing. It is horrific. He's fucking not that smart. And it's that that's the worst I've seen. I can't think of a worse example of just commentary shenanigans. Is Sonny, Bill might fight, Sonny Bill might be fighting Jake Paul, apparently. Uh, the problem is he's not a he's not a draw ever seats. Sonny Bill's not a draw in America. They don't know who the fuck he is. Well, that's exactly right. I wouldn't watch him here. Oh no, no, I probably wouldn't. I don't know. I yeah. I mean, toss look, while while we are while we are still talking about rugby and we didn't get sidetracked. Yes. That um and I think it's probably going to be one of the very last rugby related things for Ben James, who wants me to rant about more things. Um was the Rebels game could have been 400 points. The Crusaders just didn't, just kept dropping the ball. But you, did you see any of that? I didn't do anything. I didn't watch anything. All right, so Chubby's in the dark, dark room on the weekend. I, um, I watched the Rebels game. That could have been 100 points. So the Rebels... So the Brums got up. Brums got yeah, up. Brums got up. I suppose a good result for the Rebels in the end. But it was what, 4 4-1? Four, four, Australia versus New Zealand on the weekend, so 
Well, that's I'd a good, st- good start for us. That. I'd probably take that on the line. Mate, last year you would have said that's a huge success. End of the year, one and twenty or whatever it is, win, huge win. Yeah, it's not a bad win. Now I'll get. Who into- reckons? Who, yeah. Sorry, I got to ask a serious rugby question. I think how small my hands are. Who's going to win Super Rugby this year? Uh, what everyone out of out of the whole thing? Who's going to win Super Rugby? One of the Kiwi teams, the Crusaders. Crusaders. Probably. Yeah. Okay, it's a safe bet. Safe bet wouldn't be paying much. The um, what about? Oh yeah, I want to talk about judiciary. We were going to talk about this last week, but you didn't yes. want to talk about it. Well, I didn't think it would serve me, but well, let's talk about it. Does it not serve you now? I'm not involved in the judiciary process, and I doubt those punters listen to this shit anyway. Well, I don't know. The refs listen to this. So shout out to those guys. I'm a big fan of all of you. Yeah, but we shout out the refs every weekend. I like the refs. <laughs> I like the well, I'm a fan of the refs, but the judiciary itself is heinous. Have you yes. firstly, have you been to the judiciary? I've ne- I've never been. I've never been. I never got close enough to any uh, actual action on the field to have been cited. So I'd never had to go myself. But look, there's been a lot of our guys have to go this year. And there's been some questionable things go on. Absolutely yeah, which, questionable. Which is, by the way, nothing to do with the referees. Like if it's something's in front of them or they get a recommendation from the AR, they've got to give the card they give, right? And then they'll write the report. Sometimes they say, look, I did... You know, it was more the AR or sometimes they'll say, yeah, look, it was, I saw it. It was this, it was that. But it seems like it doesn't really matter if I get five cases that are all direct shoulder contact to the head. You'll get five different fucking outcomes that are so different. So, so, so different. I have well, been to, I've been to the judiciary for the record. <laughs> and it was... Well, let's, let's just say that. I'm just going to say it. There, we, there might have been a game this year where one guy got red carded for hitting, hitting a bloke in the head twice. Yeah, the the hitting in the head twice. You see it, and then he kind of did a spear tackle afterwards or a lifting tackle, got red carded. You watch the footage, you go, yeah, that's legit. He should get banned. In this, in an earlier game, uh, a player was trying to wrap their arms in a tackle, and the president of one club said to the other club, if you will write a letter saying that you did our guy didn't get hit in the head, we won't cite your guy. We've looked, uh, not we, the club involved, <laughs> looked at him and gone, what the fuck? That's a crazy thing. So we go, no, we're not doing that. Our guy ended up getting five weeks. The other guy got off and played the next week. Yeah. And if you look at the two examples, unbelievably crazy. It's but th- this, the problem I had with it is there's no consistency at all. There's absolutely fucking none. So the judiciary from what I gather, rotate who's on it. It's like a four or five person panel. The time I went there, they ask you what happened and then they read the ref's account and then they watch the video. And, and a lot of the time the video doesn't help them or it does. It, and then they just fucking, it's just a kangaroo court. And calling it a kangaroo court is a disrespect to the very well-run kangaroo courts on the Mad Mondays I have been to. Sacred the, tradition. Mate, it's, it is just madness. And depending on who's on the fucking thing, Who's friends on the thing? Who's, you know, it's a, it's just a random allotment of people. Some of them have legal backgrounds. Some of them don't have legal backgrounds. Some of them just feel in one step. It's, it is just, it's literally spin the wheel. So we had a guy going to judiciary last night. Um, he ended up getting, two, he ended up getting two weeks. No, it wasn't Waylo. Waylo went to hopefully for a run last night. Um, yeah, but like, 
the, going in, literally, the someone who is sort of in charge at Eastwood was like, it could be two, it could be 12. We don't know. And that cannot be, that cannot be how a judiciary worked. Honestly. We had like, one of those situations where it could have been 18 or could have been three recently. Like, what, what the fuck are you talking about? It could have been 18 or three. Like, it needs to be a little bit more clear cut. I also would like to jump in and say, I don't like, I don't particularly like the rule that if you get a red card, you have to have a week off. I don't either. Because one, you can get two yellows for like one I ha- being. I have seen I have seen that overturned before. I've seen it overturned as well, but I don't think it should be straight away. I, I don't oh, think you I should agree. have a week off straight away. I think it needs to be, I don't know, cited by someone else independently. But it is very strange. Back to the citing thing. I have heard of similar instances where clubs are like, can you not cite this or can you cite this? No surprises, my citing came from Sydney Uni. But like in one of our trials, we had a bloke throw from not our team, throw a big fucking right haymaker and miss. Nothing happened. And Is it like, on, footage? on footage? Yeah, yeah, clean on footage. And then it was it's pretty much up to us to go like, and he, look, he's a fucking great bloke. I don't know what was going on. Um like whether we cite him or not. I'm and not a big did. fan of that. I'm not a big fan of that citing other people. No, thing. and so we we didn't. That's my point. But yeah. like it was it's weird that it has to it literally comes down to I suppose whoever the coach or whoever the head guy at Eastwood is to be like, yeah, okay, let's let's fucking send this guy to court or no, nah, let's leave it. Like someone review this shit? Like fucking hell. Do you do you represent your boys? No, I'm not allowed. I'd fucking like to, but I'd I'm, there's someone allocated to represent our boys. You're not allowed, but you're a lawyer. Correct. Yes, Mr. Chubb. <laughs> yes, Mr. Chubb. I did read that correctly. <laughs> yeah, I did read that correctly. So, yeah, judicial look, I, I, I the hate steaming, it. It's a steaming pile of shit. That's one of my favorite sayings at the moment. It is a steaming pile of shit. I, yeah. I, look, I, what, I, what else is bothering you lately? Uh <laughs> Fucking! <laughs> what isn't bothering me lately? Um, I did have actually a question from uh, a listener about kit. Who do you reckon's got the best kit? Who's got the worst kit? Who's got like some over the <laughs> what's been some bad kit you've had? I've got a kit. Like, sto- I've got a kit like, story because each would very very good at being bad at kit. You mean like brands or clubs? Well, like who's got the best jersey running around at the moment? Like who's I, I personally, I think that the teams that have stuck with their original design have got the best jerseys. So I think I'd the rats. I would agree with that. I think the rats have probably got the best jersey. Rat, rats, rats sprung to mind for me. I um, mean, I mean, when it's fucking plain green like Ramwick, I'm a big fan of sticking with what your jersey is. So yeah, yeah. in that respect, Uni can't go wrong. Like I don't know why at my club we feel the need to fucking reinvent the wheel. Ours used to be white with the three blue stripes. That's it. So all you need to do, boom. For some reason, we can't get that. It's because you've got a huge um, you know, fan base and what your club's trying to do is to part them with money so that they buy new merchandise every year. Yeah, but after cotton jerseys went out, right, who's buying fucking game-ready, game-worn jerseys to wear? No way. Exactly. I, I, don't, I don't wear jerseys. Do you wear them? I never, never the wear them. When the fuck would I wear a jersey? Maybe, you know, some people do, you know. 
I, I don't even want to keep mine. I've got like my sentiment. Do you, do you keep yours? I've, yeah, I've got my yeah. sentimental ones, well, but I'm going mean, to get that, rid of that's a good. That's a good topic in itself. I keep the jersey from every team and then maybe like a tracksuit if it's cool. Otherwise, I give, it's all giveaways. So I'm not, a, I'm not a big kit guy in general, to be honest with you. Nothing fits well or? <laughs> not the legs. Not the legs anyway. Skinny. Skinny shoulders, fat ass. So, what are they? Yeah. Milk bottle. Milk bottle, I think they call that. I have a, um, we've, I, I do have a kit story. I fucking hope this doesn't, who listens to We me. didn't really answer that question for our oh, listeners. Yeah, we did. We? Well, for me, the first club that came to mind was Rat because they have the same jersey they've had for the last fucking, I don't know, someone from the Rats would come and go, no, nah, they used to be more white, blah, blah, blah. But in my mind, from when I was sort of youngish to now, it's the same fucking Seems thing. pretty similar. I agree. That, they guys, were the first one that came to my mind. You guys I don't North. Yeah, exactly. It's all like rugby is a simple game. For or it's we've changed more, the fit of we changed the fit of ours this year, and I, I don't like it. But I'd like to know. go back to the sort of 2011 mini collars that we did for a while. Yeah. You know, the half collars, they were yeah, awesome. Um, Oversized jerseys. Yeah, exactly. What, what are you? What are your thoughts before I tell the story on um? the teams that every now and again will do the coach Carter and be like, right, boys, we're showing up with our button up and our tie to the game. Do you like that? Do you not like that? I can see why, I can see why people do it, being a coach now, but as a player, I would have hated it. I just like, just let me wear whatever I want. It doesn't matter how we look. It's, it matters how you play, but I think it does matter. I, I, I don't think, know. I think I if you're wearing a suit, it doesn't mean you're going to play better. I, when I used to see, and it used to happen sort of infrequently, I'd just think, all right, so, well, they're not, I don't think they're confident in their rugby. Well, that's right. They've got problems going on. So they said, let's dress just up. A, just yeah. put a fucking T-shirt on with the club on it and wear a pair of pants. It's, not very well, it's, like, it's like putting glitter on a turd, isn't it? Yeah, which I, like, I haven't done for a while, but it's stupid. Why would it's you do stupid. it? Exactly we, right. We have um, a long history of probably letting the people down with our kid at Eastwood. Uh, like if they reproduced like the early 2000s cotton jerseys, they would make enough money to build 40 stadiums. But for some reason, we don't do that. Um, each year, we sort of get a new distributor. So there was a golden age when I was sort of 18, 19, where we were X-Blades when they were firing. And they made yeah. some awesome, awesome jerseys, man. They made the best shit. But- who, do you like now? who do you like now? I don't have a fucking choice. I don't. Where's my? I don't know who makes that stuff. It's not Gilbert. It's uh. Oh, I can't see from me. I don't know. I don't, I don't know either. Eh? I never look. I'm just like, but does it fit me? Yes. There I was think our, our stuff's all right this year. Our training kit's good. There was one year. Oh, when you're young, <laughs> you want kit. When you're 15 to 20, you want kit. Um, just so you can wear it to parties and girls will want to hook up with you. When I was. Totally. In your Western zone kit. When I was, right. um, it's probably it was a while back now, but not so long ago that um, Eastwood had uh, negotiated a a very a very exclusive deal uh, with a well known clothes provider for our kit for that season at a bargain price, uh, and it was then discovered that that brand was Lowe's. <laughs> while you were playing grade. Yeah, what do you mean? we're talking sub five years ago. Here. That did they know it was Lowe's or, or yeah, 
What? <laughs> so Lowe's do sport kit? Well, have you been to Lowe's? Yeah. Yeah, they just do like miscellaneous shit. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean. Like, So they, I don't know, they, they'd sort of, we're in preliminary <laughs> discussions to just do a shitload of shirts and like fucking $5 like polo shirts and stuff like that. <laughs> We need to do a chat about the administration that run rugby at some other point. <laughs> Maybe when neither of us are coaching, but. Oh, so fucking. <laughs> so six months from now. Yeah. <laughs> might, be, <laughs> might be quicker for me. Might be quicker. Um, you know. But yeah, that was, that was a, that was a dark, dark day. I don't know how that got vetoed, but fucking thank goodness it got vetoed. Holy shit. Lows. Mate, you'll be at, getting uh, at Lowe's. Yeah, fucking hell. But that's I've a statement. A, that's I've a got statement another question. Go. You. Have you have you been across this new uh, the people doing the stats on Huddle? How they can do like uh, they no, give you game stats now? Hold on. There's a um, there's a company that are doing these stats that are f- ridiculous. Hold on, I'll find it. What are they called? Like this. Stats perform. It has like nine. Yeah, pages. yes. Yes, I have. Yep. Uh, do you, so do you look at them week to week? Occasionally. Yes, this is where I'm at at the moment. I, I'm not living and dying by them. They're quite incredible. For anyone out there, it spits out a like a it just nine. Confirms, it confirms what you're saying on the tape. It does, but it spits out like a nine-page thing on 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 the game, and like, but it goes into detail like fastball, slow ball, like how much, how many runs <laughs> were uncontested, how many, how much pressure, like it, it's really, really detailed. Mm. Um, and I suppose I was just curious whether you sort of gave it much any much time, or you sort of. Just- I, know, I know Todd looks at it. Um, I I don't. I'd, I'd rather. I'm a little bit old school. I'd I'd probably go with what I see rather than stats and, and for someone that uses huddle as much as I do, it's not always accurate. Yeah. I'd uh, look, it's, it's clearly very good and whatever they do is good. Holistically. It's not accurate in the sense that it'll apportion a penalty to the wrong guy and it'll, it'll fuck things up like that. that like, that's what I mean. That's like what we, had I mean. A, we had a couple of steals last week. It didn't give us them st- the steals. So like, it's not perfect. The main one that we, that I suppose has been a focal point is that ruck speed for us and trying to, I suppose, like either slow it down for other teams or increase our ruck speed. That's been sort of one that has been reflected back what's on. The time, what's the time that they give on it for, for fast ruck speed? We like, usually say three seconds. Yeah, less. I think it's like sub three yeah. seconds. So like yeah. North, even on the weekend, had incredible ruck speed. That's one thing they're fucking very good at. Um and you'll find most of the good teams have incredible ruck speed. Um, just it doesn't allow time to reset, you know. I don't know. So they had almost 75% ruck speed sub three seconds, which is it's pretty huge. And they still lost. And, and North, yeah. That's, that's a big good win. win. That's a good win for you guys. Yeah, it's good. It's a good win. I mean, the problem is we've we got rats now who I think are a good side. Um, and I'm not sure their results reflect that. As in, they, I think they've got two losses, but they're—I uh, think they're good. They're very—they've yeah. they, got some dangerous dudes out wide, man. They've got some—they've got some fire. So, who have you got this week? Uh, East. 
Ace. So. Ace, Ace are an interesting one. They, in the nicest possible way, I think as the season progresses without Super Rugby players, our loss to Randwick will continue to look worse at the moment. Like Randwick are losing. Um, and so that was a real bad way to start the comp. That that I'd say those two teams colliding on the weekend was they were I had them fairly on the same level operating wise. I would, like that was going to be an interesting game, um, but East getting back, Mosese two Pelotu in the centres and one other who I can't think of at the moment is was pretty big for them. Hey, they'll be they'll be good. They're always well, pretty wait, solid. They get, they get so many guys back. They get fucking so many guys back. So I think they'll be good after round 10. It'll just be up to round 10 what, what happens. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that'll be an interesting matchup. How's the how's, how's piece at the moment? We have a number of players coming back this week, hopefully. So that should make a big difference. But we won't really know until later today because public holiday yesterday, a lot of guys couldn't get assessed till today. Yeah. So I get a better picture tonight. Um, look, hasn't been great lately, but um, cavalry's coming back. So yeah, and look to be like not in a defeatist way, but this comp is a lot about the cavalry coming back. Um, I, in my mind, you sort of just got to get into the well. Last year and the year before and the year before that, and human history, you just had to get into the top six. Like, now. Hey, fucking will be top 12 next year. Like, like if, right. if Uni got into the top six, you know, they'd fucking probably win the comp because I'll get 15 blokes back. Whereas, you know, we could finish second, but only get two guys back. So it's it's going to be different this year because everyone's available after round 10. Yeah. Um, pending Wallabies slash franchises doing crazy shit, which I'm never going to rule out. I don't really, I'm not, I'm not. I just I'm not confident in some of them that they'll be like, yeah, go play. I think sometimes they're like, oh, let's put you in the S and C department. You know, that def that definitely happens, as you know. Let's get that surgery that you need to get. I don't, yeah. it, it it happens mostly with the younger guys, which is what I don't fucking get. Like no one's begging a thirty year old to come out to come out. Like even when Eastwood players start getting older, like when Damien Fitzpatrick was getting. Who's last year or two with the Tars? Like we weren't going, mate. Get back here for round fifteen. Like he'd sort of done his time, you know. But the twenty-year-old guys or the twenty-two-year-old guys who play no Super Rugby, why the fuck wouldn't you want them to play a couple of rounds of footy? They, they should get- be playing as much as possible. Have you have you heard this that they've been saying that kids have been coming out of school uh, into the twenty system with far less skill this year compared to the last previous couple of years because they played no schoolboy footy the last two years. I mean, Have you heard sense. that? I haven't. It makes sense though. Makes complete sense, doesn't it? I mean, again, it's a, it's one of those things where it's like, why? that's why I, I'll never quite understand it. Barring like your Curtly Beale, fucking James O'Connor, Sawali sort of characters, how you sign people to the top 30 or whatever it is in the Tars on three-year fucking deals when you don't know if they can play football yet. Like it's a weird, it's a weird one, isn't it? Because they've got the league to worry about. There's other yeah, countries. Sometimes they've got league to worry about, but if realistically, you know. if they're tight five, they don't have league to worry about. Like what? That's the, that's the true. Probably so many. So think about. Oh well, I don't know if you actually went to school, but think back to school. <laughs> so many guys were fucking great schoolboy football players who would never be out of shape up in a second grade game. 
as a dog? I, I, so I played CHS 1s, New South Wales 2s, and Australia A. And I think from the Australia A team, there might – thanks, mate. Thanks. I've, I've went very quickly downhill after all that. But I think the last couple of years, there might be only like one still left. Yeah. yeah, I think it's Matt Tamu. I think Matt Tamu was the only one still playing. But within like a couple of years of finishing school, there was hardly anyone playing. Yeah, exactly. You know, so like, you know. I won't give him the uh, the exact person, but like, was in my Australian schoolboys team. Pretty much didn't play first grade Colts after that. And then whether it's a lot lose interest, not really suited to getting belted up, it's like, well, like how, how are you investing this much time and effort? And this is where it comes back to my thing with super rugby teams where South are suffering with it a little bit. Eastwood will. I'm sure other clubs are. Fuck, I don't know. But why, what their third string guys never who they fucking play when it gets to third string. So if they get down to their third string tight end, they'll get someone in instead of using mm-hmm. the guy who's on contract. The Reds just did that. Correct. Yeah. But I, what's the fucking point? Like, what are we doing here? Like, so you've got a guy who you're, you're paying to train full time and it's not like they're not happy with them. They're, they're happy with the way the way they're placed. But you know that if in two injuries, if you get two injuries, you'll have to get someone from South. Like, what, why are you spending money on them? You know, there was a, there's a thing, there's a COVID pool. Do you know about that this year? No. So there's a COVID pool. So the ARU would put all these guys into a COVID pool. So if at any time any of the super rugby teams had to pull them in, the ARU pays their salary. Really? How big is it? No, uh, the pool or the salary? The pool. I want to go swimming. Oh, the, from what I got told, there's like 30 or 40 guys. That could be an exaggeration, could be an under-exaggeration. But I think it'd be around 30. But the money's not great. But still, the fact is the ARU's picking up the tab. Seems like a lot. That's well, there's, five, there's five teams. You know, you'd think you'd need multiple props to be in there, wouldn't you? Because if one prop gets called up, the other four teams might need a prop. So you're going to need at least six to seven props, realistically. Yeah, I suppose. I don't know where they're finding them. I don't know either. I'd love to know. Yeah, I'd love to know what, what secret they have. We don't. We had seven props out on the weekend. That's heat. Oh, I'm very close to bringing my boots. I was like, no, 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 Never. no, no. I went. I did. So I haven't done anything lately, but I, I did like a leg session and very lightweight, and so I couldn't walk for two days after. I'm like, no, nah, you're done, fucker. Yeah, no, I can't. I'm never squatting again, including toilet, going to the toilet in the bush. I'm just not doing it. Um, just stand up. I just stand can't do it. My fucking knees hurt. Um, yeah, see, I got. I suppose one. It doesn't really correlate to that at all, and I have ranted about it in the past. Why the fuck? Like, where are our tall people? Where are they? <laughs> AFL, basketball. Because there's so many of the bin chicken agents offer of these fucking giant people from England, and I'm just going. Well, where the fuck are they in Hunters Hill slash Cronulla? Where are they? You want to be a tall person in this country at the moment or a prop. We say this every week. I know, but where, it just made me double think this week. Look, where the fuck are our tall people? That's a good point. Like I'm talking, like I know there's some tall guys, but like those those lists that those dusty agents put out, they've got like six, seven, eight, nine, 200 centimeter dudes on them. Like, 
anyone over 200 centimeters in Australia is either playing for the boomers in basketball or playing super rugby professionally. That's There's a lot it. of big guys, a lot of tall guys playing AFL as well. Yeah, there is, I suppose. No, there's some big fucking dudes, man. Good point, though. There's not enough. Uh, maybe we're getting shorter with all this GMO and vegan food. Fucking you know, man. Vegans do my head in. Factory farming and stuff. It's not enough hunting and power. Yeah, there's not enough manly shit. Oh, I'll tell wrestling. you what, one of my favorite things of all time was that when the vegans, as they do, they're usually obviously very cool, calm, and collected the way they compose themselves when rational. Uh, yeah, very rational people. That they were protesting that guy at his restaurant, and he came and started cutting up the the, the meat in his front window. There you go. Vegans are on my hit list this week. Someone has asked me what I'm going to rant about. Vegans. I've been to Cara. I know what it's like in the bush. I eat meat. I've shot guns. I don't like vegans. No, vegans, no good. I won't even go to a vegan restaurant because there's no meat options. One of the yeah. I'll tell, tell you when I go to a vegan restaurant. When a girl is fucking, when an absolute glamour has accidentally swiped on me and I end up at a vegan restaurant, that's it. And I'll pretend that I eat cauliflower, fucking steak, whatever they do, and then I'm out of there. What do you mean you don't eat Wagyu? <laughs> yeah, like, it's Wagyu. <laughs> they rub it in beer, you fucking. Uh, oh, no, I had a really good thing. Shabby, be really silent while I remember my thing. Do you want me to sing? Um, this is great radio. I know. Or podcasting or whatever this is. It was good, I promise. Just while everyone's, uh, Jed's thinking, could you all please consider buying caffeine chewing gum? I really like earning money doing nothing. So please do that. And please subscribe to this YouTube channel. I just hit 3,000 people on TikTok. Who would have thought you put a meme on Instagram, it gets five likes. You put one on on TikTok, it gets 700,000 views and 40,000 likes. So, you know, anyway, yeah, it's back, back to you, Jed. Gillespie. I can't remember what it was. It was going to be such a hot lasagna of a comment as well. It was something, to do, with, it was something to do with me not liking vegans. But, um, yeah. I, right. I, can I make an observation? Shoot. Oh, I All got it. Br- no, you yes. go first. You go yes. first. Fucking thank goodness. This is why my brain works. Um. Do you remember that documentary that came out on Netflix that it was like vegan power? I watched the part where they said that um, eating bean burritos gives you better boners or something. Yeah, yeah. I uh, that so I watched it because, and I'm not going to name the people, but there was young people who I know at the time who were like, man, this is legit. And it just convinced me how fucking dumb they are. So this is how people get conned into everything, but... Like it was effect- effectively an extremely anecdotal movie with a lot of bad science in it. It was just like me eating lettuce and going, holy shit, I can speak Chinese now. Like before I couldn't speak Chinese. I can play the violin. It was a, I, working at the management place I worked at before. Many of the young players was came in like yeah we're gonna do that oh i'm i'm gonna go vegan now after seeing that i'm done i'm vegan like that that's all the proof i need and i think i know someone who's still doing that and playing rugby and it just baffles me like how stupid do you have to be to just watch one documentary and just go okay i'm gonna fucking change my life around everyone else in the world's wrong for some reason i'm gonna become fucking jason momoa 
He's gone. Um, have you seen Meat Eater? The show. Mm. Yeah. Where that makes me want to. That makes me want to eat meat. Yeah. I mean, oh fuck that! I cannot believe it happened to people in real life. I watched the show. I was like, a lot of this science is going to be faulty. And then you know, t- ten minutes later, the phone goes off. It's like, man, I, that really made me think. And I'm like, whoa. Not think hard enough. You're clearly a fucking idiot. It's like the serial killer documentaries. You watch one of them and you go, oh, that's a good idea. I think I should start killing people. Every time I've watched one of them, I've no, thought, man. I could have done that better. <laughs> you could have. What's that Dexter show? I could see you being that kind of guy. Uh, Dexter's a little bit too handsome, but I, I always think I could do it better. They make so many mistakes. Like, I don't know. Oh, so maybe. we've we've gone up to Australia Post, vegans. Fucking I got this crazy lady that lives next door to Kate who she's like, I'm like, oh hello, how are you? And she always wants me to go and get a rum while I'm up there. And she's like, Oh, I just broke two of my shoulders while she's like drinking out of one hand, eating out the other hand. I'm like, okay. Oh, that's no good. She goes, Yeah, can you take this box of stuff down to Cronulla? My daughter will pick it up. And I'm like, Yeah, okay. And Kate's like, I think she might be a drug dealer. <laughs> yeah, well, this is the, this is the thing. How I don't far know does, how it segued into that. I've no, no, no. no. I'm, that, I'm happy you segued it. How yeah. far does goodwill extend? Right. I didn't. I didn't do it, obviously. No. Because I'm like, if I get pulled over person. with, well, that's right. But if I get pulled over with, like, you know, 500 MDMA tablets, or what? Like, what do the people take now? Yeah, plus the stuff that she gave you. You'd be fucked. <laughs> That's right. The heroin. Yeah. Um. I was asked. I I posed this one to my friends the other day. Both of them. Um. I was at the down at West Drive Shops. And shout Goodbye out to West Drive Shops. Um. And this like sort of dude. He's a bit trippy. I don't think he was on drugs. I just don't think. I think he was probably like ninety-seven cents out of the dollar. And he was like, "Mate, can you fucking give me a lift back to Ermington? Like, I forgot my money for my." prescription and i'm like give you a lift like i don't really want to give you a lift i'd rather just give you five bucks if you need and then i was like oh yeah what do you need he's like yeah i need money you know for my prescription i left my phone back there i was like oh i'm going to a funeral it's gonna cost me 40 bucks (laughs) i said to him that's gonna cost me 40 bucks i don't want to drive you back to Ermington either and then I was like, well, how? So I didn't do it. And he was like, of course oh. you didn't. He was like, no, but oh, look, if there was someone at the shops and they're like five, three bucks short, I, I like, you just give them three bucks. Give money, 100%. As long as they're not like a, a junkie or a vegan, then you just do it. But the, I was like, well, how far, how far can you go with that sort of shit? And that was for me, that was too far. I'm not doing that. This man, I've got COVID. Sorry. No, I'm just like, well, you look, you're a sketchy looking guy and I don't want to pay for your fucking pills, whatever, your Viagra is. But I don't know. It just made me think, obviously, you wouldn't have done a lot of goodwill things in your life, but that's, I like that's to, true, actually. I like to I like to fucking do my best out there. Like, you know, people in privileged, privileged positions, should, people in privileged positions should help other people. Well, that's not me. Um, like, <laughs> if you saw a car broken down, would you stop? Would you stop and help out? Depends. On what? Where I was, the city, like you hear some bad stories. Probably not is the real answer. Main road. You're on a main road going through Cronulla. And well, I don't know how to fix cars anyway, so I'd be I'd be useless to someone anyway. <laughs> well, I would be. Yeah, I'll, fair I'll, enough. 
What are the sketchy stories you've been hearing? About people, pe- you don't people get like, well, you know, what roads are you no. fucking driving? There's cars everywhere. Right, I go to Foster every couple of weeks. There's some. Oh, you know what? I had some problems. Some bloke pulled over to help me. So. I get, it really depends. I am very useless with all that kind of stuff, so I probably wouldn't assist anyone. It'd be better off me just leaving them alone. Um, just throw a yeah. packet of packet of fucking caffeine gum out of me. Goes, he's for the weight. He's for the weight. Chewy, chewy, yummy. <laughs> oh, did you win Anzac Day? Did you get up? I didn't do anything. You didn't get, oh fuck! It was really no, bad weekend. No, no, I was in Foster, and um, you didn't go to the pub. No, yeah, I did. I did. So we went for a walk in the morning and then they did the march past, um, which yeah. is kind of near where Kaylee. Awesome. Very, very yeah. cool. Unreal. Uh, I re- like that's probably the first one I've ever seen. I really, really rated it. Got on video somewhere. I got a bit emotional for some reason. Seeing all the old boys in their uniforms sort of almost in tears and yeah, pretty cool. And then then I went to this place called the Bellevue Hotel in Foster. I'm like, you know what? I'll go play two up and have a couple of beers. And I've walked in there to get a feed as well. No food. There's a pool in the middle of this pub, and I've gone. Uh, there's like five people in there, so and that, that's pretty much it. So I had three twoies olds of my own, and then went to a barbecue that night. Anzac Day is by far the best holiday of the year, and it is the only holiday that I can I can't see getting cancelled by the woke culture. Good luck trying. If you if Anzac Day leaves this country, I'm fucking on the first flight to Texas. I'm done. Oh, they they can't. They can't. Anzac Day is the best, the, by far my favorite day. And uh, like you said, it's the the old. It sucks because as when we were young, the old doing the march even on TV, like they they had all the vets, like the World War Two vets yeah. and stuff. And it's just you know even the Vietnam guys are getting old now. Like they're they're really getting old. So In, they did all the. I'd never seen it before. Paid attention to it, but they they were carrying through the the Vietnam yeah, yeah. whatever whatever section they were. And there was a ton of them. Then the next section, like the Korean War, there was a ton yeah. of them. Very, very, very cool. And everyone on the cool. everyone in Foster or Tunkari, where we were, they they stopped all the the traffic. Everyone was on the side of the street, sitting and clapping, and it was awesome. Yeah. It's very good. It's it, they did a they did a good service in Kiara as well for the game. Um, and yeah, like I said, it's the best best day of the year. I didn't play much two up because I got to pay rent still, and the 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 prices per liter on blood have dropped down so. I'm not getting the same pay that I used to, um, so. Um, but I, yeah, it's a it's bloody good day. Pe- people are in good spirits. There's always one uh, Lebanese guy in the corner trying to go 500 on heads as well uh, around my 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 area. Uh, I've seen that. I've seen some very famous rugby players. Well, not very famous, but well known rugby players get up significantly thousands of dollars on. Um, you know, and just drunk trying to fucking put it all on black. Yeah, it's so very to... hard. That, that's the one thing. You've got to jam it in your pocket and it comes out. In well, one well, of their mates grabbed all their money and took it home because it was like thousands of dollars. Yeah. You know, $5,000 on fucking heads. Yeah, exactly. You know. Yeah, I've had some good wins on Anzac Day. It's, uh... I always lose when I gamble, so I've, I've stopped doing it. I know you're a big gambler. Uh, any sports betting going on lately? We should talk more about gambling. No, not really. I'd spot it. I should have bet. No, actually, no. You get I up just, on Tyson Fury? No, nah, there's no market on it, mate. He was always going to flog him. He's always going to flog him. I was argue, yeah. arguing with a bloke in Cowra vigorously that he was going to win. Um, and to that uh, person, how could you argue against it? 
I don't know. They thought they were a fucking boxing expert. Maybe they just liked annoying you, like famous cowra hero Jed Gillespie. They thought, you know, let's let's fucking get him all wound up. Tyson Fury's the best boxer in the world, best heavyweight of all time. Come at me, Mike Tyson fans. Right, Francis Ngannou will get his ass kicked by him. It'll be flogging. It'll be flogging. Like leg kicks. He doesn't move. No, there won't be fucking leg kicks. The Gypsy King will bend in half, but Francis Ngannou can't fucking move. Um, actually, while we're here, is there anything uh, you need to vent? Is there any venting happening this week? Uh, any things you want to get off your chest? It's not really like as in it wasn't a prompt for anyone listening. Like you no. didn't, didn't text me and say, quick, I need to fucking say something. I just was curious. No, I'm enjoying seeing all the people going off about Elon Musk buying Twitter. Yeah. I don't understand. I don't understand how it's a bad thing. Oh, I do understand. If I do understand, because it could just be some billionaire trying to uh, buy a communications company to boost his own business. He's, he's a different one. He's a different one. Well, no, well that's right. But I don't see. One. I don't understand how they go angry about that. I got told I swear too much the other day, so uh, fuck you to whoever said that. In general or on the podcast? Podcast, but I do swear too much in general. Why? I, I, like, I, after you're 15, you're allowed to swear. Like I, I swear a lot. And, and I paid $7 for a coffee again yesterday. That was outrageous to me. Paid $12 for a glass of wine that, that, in Foster, of all places. Yeah, I don't know, man. I live a pretty good life. Like my stresses aren't too bad, to be honest. I'm looking forward to the latest election. I have no idea who's running against ScoMo, and I only know who ScoMo is because I've had beers with him. You know. Oh, well, that's a start. Anthony Albanese wanted to divide the beer up into equal portions and distribute it. He said, "Communist." I'm not voting. I'm, you know what? I'm not voting. I might not vote for ScoMo either. Everyone out there, I'm. I'm going to keep my cards very close to my chest. Um, that would be Trump, really good Trump for this podcast. Sending, no, you keep sending me that Clive Palmer stuff, and I'm like, mate, <laughs> mate I know you, you, I know you like him, but like, I was a Penny Wong like guy him. before this. I was a big Penny Wong guy. Well, you, you, you know, you, you look similar, and you have similar thoughts. And I know that if you were a billionaire, you would buy, you would build a replica of the Titanic without doubt, hundred percent without doubt. Even why though you're you fucking, a, why would you build a replica of the only boat? that was so incredible and fucking sank on its first voyage. I'd build a replica of a boat you've never heard of that was fucking successful. That's what I'd build the replica of. But that's how much money Uncle Clive has. But no, no like, you, you know. Think I was... You'd get a fucking tummy tuck, wouldn't you, honestly? With that, if I had that much cash tomorrow, I'm going straight in. I go, suck, 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 suck. Some around the sides, a uh, little up top. <laughs> A little know. bit out of the jowls here, you know. Oh, no. I, I've got a beard for that. But, you know, if you want to whack a wig on the front of that, my head from Turkey, whatever, do whatever you want. But, like, I'm not going to spend the money on a Titanic before I sort out my rig. Like, seriously, Clive, fuck. You know what would be really good advertising for this podcast is if you ran for political office next year. Um, well, actually, <laughs> this isn't my coming out speech like Kanye, but the McCaffrey's, the rugby family, they yes. actually all ran for a seat one year. I, I know. That's cool, and, though. No, one of them was fucking 12 years old or something. And he was running for the, like, I can't remember what it's called. It's called, like, Christian Democrats or something. Do you get paid for it? By who? You get, I don't know. Do you get paid? Well, if, if you, you get, get it, it, yeah. But if you get 12 votes, you don't get paid. But what do you get paid? Buck 50? Be tax-free. Well, tax-free, like, too, surely. A, a local bloke. 
Yeah. I don't know. Remember. What are your thoughts on having a poster in your front yard? I might do that next year just for a laugh. What one? You you told me you wanted a Confederate flag there. Do you still want that or (laughs) you change your mind? I'm still debating that. Kate's not a big fan of the South, as you know. But uh, yeah, I've, mate, I've got nothing against it. I wonder the neighbours who, when they've got like their Labour and then the next Labour's got their Liberal, whether they're like, when they're taking their bins out at night, they're like, oh, you fucking bastard. Oh, you prick. I don't like how people hate each other just because you think differently. No, it just no, shouldn't, really, shouldn't really matter. Like, it's, if you can have a good discussion about it, you go, I disagree with Jed. Oh, I disagree with you. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, I mean yeah. All, everyone, like, it doesn't really matter. I mean, obviously, like, you're a big Trump guy. I'm, I'm more open minded. We still like Sleepy here. Joe. We, oh, yeah, I love Sleepy Joe. Fucking, he's a walking ASMR, that guy. The, um, no, but you can, you should still be out of a conversation with everyone. It's just a vegan. 100%. Just a vegan. There he is. You can't have a conversation with them. I find people that are unable to change their minds the worst kind of people. Like, if you get presented with better evidence, like, how can you be so convinced? See what I mean? Like, who the fuck are you? Who the fuck are you? Well, you probably know one based on the people we know. But I know heaps of people. I know heaps of people like that. But, like, how can you be so confident or arrogant that you have the definitive answer and are unable to change their mo- your mind if someone smarter than you gives you better evidence? Yeah, I suppose you'd have to think there's no one smarter than you. We just went through the biggest period of this during COVID when everyone became a fucking so, doctor. So much of it. Everyone became a doctor and for the first time in modern history, science stopped mattering. Like you, you go to your GP for a reason. I like, like, if I actually am sick, you go to your GP, they make you feel better because they're smart and they study but it's medicine. fucking annoying about them because how can they be a GP and specialist on lungs or the heart or the brain or concussions? Because the human body is so complex that a lot of them, not all of them, a lot of them, they act like they fucking know everything about everything because they've done eight years of medical school rather than just being a generalist, which is what they I mean, are. Really. A, good, a good doctor will give you maybe his general opinion then send you to a specialist. I think that's probably... But that's what they... Sh- I was sitting with this old guy in the sauna at Foster yesterday and he's like... Of course you were. I, I live a good life. Yeah. I live a very good life. After my big breakfast, triple shot, arm and cap, long walk, swim... And I wonder why I'm slowly going broke. But um, and he was like the the doctor. I did all this. He's got like a kidney problem, and the doctor was like, "This is what you need to fix it." Yeah. And he he went and saw a specialist who contradicted the doctor, and then went back and told the doctor, and the doctor blew up at him. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. You shouldn't be doing that. Well, he's going to see the I wrong just... doctor. He's going to see the wrong doctor. Then we're talking about doctors now. This is the fucking loosest show. Ever. Vegans, rugby, doctors, Australia Post, politicians, Clive Palmer, swearing. Yeah. What, what's bother what's bothering you? I know there's lots that bothers you. Let's let's finish on this. I've got to head to a meeting shortly, but let's 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 give you know the people something to hang on to, something to keep them coming back to this this program that we both enjoy doing a lot. Bothering me. I'm not sure anything's bothering me at the moment. Um I mean, generally, people bother me, but 
only people I don't like. I like most people, I'd like to say. I was, I'm sticking by my theory that almost everyone you you meet will be a reasonable person. Okay. But that's why when the ones who aren't reasonable, you really got to steer clear because they they must have something seriously wrong with them. So that's my that's my that's my takeaway for the week. My little insight, um, and it comes out very quickly in rugby circles. I think, like, it's very hard to find thirty people who all think I'm like I'm sure. Like, if you take the tires, some some will be like Jed's a prick, Jed's a prick, Jed's a prick, and then you get somebody like, no, nah, he's all right. I'd be with him once, and then you'll be fine. But that's when when you find fifty people in a row who are like, yeah, he's a bad blow. That's bad. Yeah. Stay away yeah. From yeah. You can't possibly please everyone. That's no. something I'm learning. And not everyone's going to like you, but if the vast majority of people don't like a person, that's a good sign that that person's a wanker. Yeah, exactly. All right, I've this got been, nothing. I've got nothing this else. Been, it's been a good show. Um, I might actually try and watch rugby this week. Um, it's that's amazing right, how much better the world is after a win, isn't it? Um, oh, yeah, sort of. Oh, you, know what, you know what bothers me? Late week spanners into your team. They're the hardest fucking thing. They suck. You, know, you only have to do first grade. Correct. Which is awesome. Yeah, but I don't get paid like you do. That's true. That's true. I'm fucking earning it. I'll tell you that. Anyway, well, yeah. sh- shout out to anyone who listens to this regular programming. We want to do this every day. So if people can like our YouTube like all of us on TikTok, send Nez to Jed on Instagram. Uh, I'll, I'll actually, anyone that messages me, um, I will give you Jed's personal number <laughs> so you can call him. And you know what? Something else I was thinking of doing as well as a promotion. Anyone that buys a box of caffeine chewing gum will get a free video shout out from Jed Gillespie. It can be an insult video, insulting one of your friends. It can be some words of wisdom. It could be a promo for your own business. And the really good thing is Jed will not get a single cent of that profit. I'm happy to do that. I'm on board the train. I'm, I'm more than happy to do that. It sounds like, to be honest, that sounds quite entertaining. So let's do that. All right. I'll, I'll get a clip that, put it online. Um, thank you for listening, ladies and gentlemen. And until next week. <laughs>